Yo, 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 yo. Hey. Hey. Let's rock. We're rocking. We are rocking, man. You don't mind if I uh, finish up my French dip here, do you? Oh, no, not at all. All right. Mm. A French dip, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that mm. like a roast beef? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yep. it sounded kind of like you were crunching on some chips, and I was like, you mean like some French onion dip? You're being playful with the language? <laughs> no. I reheated it in our Breville, which is like a... It's a toaster oven, but it's so much more than a toaster oven, it's, Brad. It's one of those, like, smart ovens. Mm. Is that what it is or no? I don't think it's a smart oven. It doesn't have, like, any connectivity or anything, if that's what okay. you're asking. Well, it doesn't like do stuff like you put it in and it can just automatically do all this stuff like detect the food, like, you know, change the temperature partway through because it can detect when it needs to change. Or I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I remember like there was a lot of like ads for that, like a while back, like maybe a year or two ago. I don't think it does that, but the results are as if it's doing that. Right. So I had, these are like French dip sliders I made. Roast beef, provolone, some caramelized onions, which I would omit if I was serving you. But, I appreciate uh, it. Yep. Made them a couple of days ago. Now they're, you know, in the refrigerator. They're cold. So I wrap them in foil and I put them in to reheat. There's a reheat function of the Breville. Mm -hmm. And... uh it works great. Beautifully, so, like melty cheese, everything's warmed perfectly through. It's great. So how does it achieve that? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Because like, Interesting. you know, you could just put, I put it in at like 275 with the convection feature on, mm -hmm. which effectively raises the temperature, like the effective temperature to like 300. And mm -hmm. I did it for like 15 minutes, 18 minutes, something like that. But now there's, you know, you could just bake something at that temperature too or like there's a slow cook feature what is the difference i don't know i have to look into it gotcha. but for now i prefer to just think of it as magic okay well we got to get those suckers on the hook for some advertising money i know i free was thinking the same thing <laughs> they're getting free shit right now we could just launch a completely we should just launch a completely separate Breville podcast we could like there's a lot of features to this thing just that, make a make completely shameless sponsored content yeah. when we're not being paid for it i don't mind and just see what happens yeah i don't mind i love it's, the thing it, it, it's kind of another artistic endeavor in a way sure it's not but a like, bad idea it's not a bad idea and i'm passionate about it i love it like i really do we, we use like we have a you know pretty fancy regular oven we rarely use it anymore, only if uh, I'm baking or roasting something that, like, won't fit in the Breville. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I'm just using that thing. It heats up in a flash. You know, the huge-ass oven takes forever to heat up. The Breville's smaller, so heating up is in a snap. Results are amazing. Yeah, I love it. You can toast things. It's like, how many slices of bread are you going to toast? Well... Why does that matter? How do you know where they are? Or I don't know, but it doesn't. Right. It just has it all locked in. Somehow, like what if carefully I put, calibrated? Like what if I put settings. two two pieces like 
front to back instead of side by side. How does it know? We we need to get the engineers on the horn. I think. What if I'm That's toasting? The, we three can get pieces. the answer if we did yeah. this podcast. We can answer this. Say hell yeah. Hey, do you want to be on the podcast as a guest? <laughs> yeah. They could get paid. You know, they could do it during normal working hours. Exactly. They would get paid. We wouldn't, but that's right. part of the... It's okay. This is from when just I, the goodness of our hearts. Yeah. Well, what I think about this, you know, I think about... You know how sometimes when a movie, like a studio wants to hype up a movie, but, you know, they don't have like a trailer ready. They'll send so, the, peep, the actors out on the circuit. Yeah. Or they'll just have the actors like in a little like featurette, they'll call it. And they might show like a couple seconds of footage, but most of it is just like on the set. And it's just the actors being like, oh man, this movie, we went all out. I've never <laughs> been part of a movie uh-huh. with such intense action sequences <laughs> and such an amazing cast, all devoted to these roles. And I'm going to play, you know, Dr. Keyboard. <laughs> That's what you came up with. <laughs> there were so many possibilities there. <laughs> doctor Genius was out there, ripe for the taking. Right. Well, every genius, but, uh, every doctor I was thinking of is like that route. They, there already is one of those doctors. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Dr. Midnight, no, Dr. Manhattan, no. What, what, is, what word is left? I, I don't know what's happening Dr. Right Octopus, now. no. <laughs> Dr. Keyboard. <laughs> See, that's one of those moments where you, you slide into it and you, you, you don't realize when you get to the end, it's going to be far greater than you ever could have imagined. It's it, what a roller coaster, you know. <laughs> the the like, continuing adventures of Doctor Keyboard. Because <laughs> at first it's Hi. like, oh, he plays Doctor, and you're like, oh, oh, he's coming up with something here. Yeah. Doctor, it's like, oh shit, he's losing it. He's not gonna bring it home. Keyboard, and it's like, well, that was not good but then it's like no that's fucking great <laughs> yes what's in front of me right now a keyboard i, I love keyboard <laughs> i love keyboard that was a genuine i love keyboard moment it really was um i have two keyboards and for actually three if you count my iphone which is resting right. on tony well that's the sequel The first one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hi, I'm Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and I'm so excited to be playing Dr. Keyboard. I'm working with this amazing director, Alfonso Cuaron, and you've never seen a black and white superhero movie. Without any dialogue. Without any dialogue like this before. I just can't wait for the sequel, Dr. Keyboard's. (laughs) <laughs> doctor's keyboard right they're clones <laughs> fuck man um but anyway speaking of keyboards i have a follow-up from last time okay you're ready for that um, lay it on me okay um i remembered 
what I had forgotten about what I, uh, Tech Tip. This is an episode now of Tech Tips All with right, Bradham. let's hear the Tech Tip. It's the one I'd forgot. So, all right, um, like I'm on my regular computer, I'm in Gmail, I'm composing a message. It has predictive text, right? Mm-hmm. And to initialize that, it's like, oh, that's a good suggestion. You just hit tab. Great. And then it fills in like whatever it was like finishing up this show, whatever. And it's like, you know, you're typing, I'm about to, and then it predicts finish up this show. It's like, yes, yeah. that's exactly what hit tab. It puts it in, hit a period. You're done. Now on the phone, I can never get that predictive text to initialize. I don't know how to do it. You mean it appears, but you don't know how to select it? Correct. I feel like I've had this same problem. If you tap on it, it disappears. It's like, oh, you didn't like that because you tapped on it. It's like, no, I'm touching it. There's not like, I'm not hitting the X. I don't even know if there is an X, but. that's a, So do you have an answer? I don't have an answer. I didn't look it up or anything. I just remembered what it was. I, I don't have the answer. Oh, you remembered what it was. How to do I it. I remembered what my question was. I didn't know. Oh, I don't know okay. how to do it. You remembered the question. <laughs> yes. Remember, because we were talking, you were telling me how to mash down on the space bar and it becomes a trackpad. Yeah. And whatever, something else. Oh, the yeah reminders widget, which is great. Mm-hmm. I've been using that every day. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty oh, great. Yep, I did that. Click, done, and it's out of my life. Great, but this one I can't figure this one out. There's, There's probably an answer if we were to Google it, but well, I, I I'm don't trying really not feel to do like that. doing that. I wanted to ask you. Yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like I have run into that problem myself, where I'm like, I want okay, I, I do not remember if I selected the if I got it to work or not. I do remember being like, huh, how do you make that work? Here, I'll try it. Let's just try it yeah, right I here. Mean, I'm we, gonna we compose a message. Up. Here we go. To yeah. Adam, mm-hmm. subject our podcast, <laughs> the world of doctors' <laughs> keyboard. <laughs> Hello, sir. I am working on a late draft of this screenplay i feel like you need to type something like generic i'm trying okay how are you doing okay there it is you doing now initialize it and it just kept it what the fuck it does not do that and are you in gmail i'm in the gmail app yeah all right what if you maybe you you like just missed it let me try it again i mean i feel like i've tried it over and over See, it's smart enough not to do it again. Run. Okay, let's see here. So. Okay, here we go. Grocery shopping question mark. I don't know why it's adding like a question mark to that, but okay. Well, and it doesn't want to presume. You just tap anywhere and it appears, it seems like. You don't even have to like hit it. Well, I usually don't compose emails using my phone, but try some other. Like, I just did it in Jump Slack. right in. Okay, that time didn't work. <clears throat> well, that feature you're talking about is a Gmail feature. Right, right. Okay. Yes. It just doesn't it doesn't do that in any other app That's unless right. maybe it's some special app that built that in, but it's not standard in in okay. all your phone typing. Let's I was a little too specific about it then. I'm talking about like I just typed in Slack on my phone, the Slack mm-hmm. app. 
how are you sewing? You know, I misspelled doing. How are you? And I typed S O. Oh, you're talking about that thing. So now there's like autocorrect, and it's like it pops up doing. And it's like, well, yes. I guess I just hit space for that. We're back to our old ways now. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I think your phone is just has a different setting than mine does. Okay, I typed, how are you sewing? S-O-I-N-G. And doing pops up. Where does doing pop up? Just above the word. And it's blue and it has an X. If I hit space, it's like, okay, you want to do that. And then that works that way. Yeah, my phone isn't set up to do that. Well, I know. You turned off autocorrect. It's wildly apparent in your I didn't turn off autocorrect. It autocorrects it, but it doesn't give me an option. Like I type, how are you sewing? And when I hit space, the word just becomes doing automatically. Well, you know what? That may be one of your issues. (laughs) Right. You can't just let that AI run roughshod all over you, man. Probably not. I I mean, I just don't think it's a good, (laughs) a good life choice. (laughs) You're probably right. (laughs) That's how we get some of those messages. Yeah. It's like you're just letting it control you at that point. Like, you got to have some fucking dignity, man. (laughs) I didn't VVBBC. (laughs) Right. I didn't VVBBC. Like, you just let that go through. You're like, okay, sir, if that's what you want to type, okay, I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to upset you. Well, the problem is if it, if autocorrect went automatically, that might work. The problem is my typing was so off of anything. Autocorrect was just like, I can't do anything with this. And it lets it through. <laughs> so my issue isn't necessarily autocorrect. It's that I need an even better autocorrect that can handle my, when I write, I didn't VVVBBC. It's like, oh, I know what he meant. All right. get it. Getting back to... So this is a Gmail thing, right? So I'm typing, I'm composing a message to how, and then it suggests in like a lighter shade of gray, Mm -hmm. are you question mark? Yes. Please initialize. If I hit space, no. Now there's two spaces, but it still has are you question mark there. Like it's telling me like, I'm pretty sure this is what you want to type. And I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. You know what? I just tapped it and it worked. So guess we can close the book on that one yeah yeah all right some good tech tips (laughs) yeah you just tap it there's there's no discernible tapping like indicator you just Mm -hmm. tap it all right yeah well maybe we're not done with tech tips because what i would say well what i will just add how can i help my autocorrect i don't get the little thing where it shows up like in blue Mm -hmm. and you can select it Mm mm-hmm but I get down, like, above the keyboard, a bunch of options. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if I type sewing, S-O-I-N-G, underneath, mm-hmm. it says sewing. Like, no, that's really what you meant. Sewing. Like, that's a word sewing. you wanted. Yeah. Well, in, in your Noonan world, sewing, maybe. You're talking about Star Trek or something. It's okay. Dr. Keyboard has a different kind of language. Exactly. Or doing. that. Maybe that's what Dr. Keyboard does. <laughs> He controls everyone's little autocorrect suggestions. It's a hell of a power. Like mentally, he can like look into all the autocorrects in the world and control them. And that's how he can, uh, you know, <clears throat> manipulate events for the better. I mean, if a, we learned anything from the Tower of Babel, it's that communication is the key to everything. Once communication breaks down, 
you're fucked. Yeah. Well, it's like in that uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie, another Dwayne the Rock Johnson film. Yeah. Yeah. How they had that kind of like there's so many beautifully wait. ridiculous things in that movie but they wait have is this an part, episode of johnson you know it might be an un, unwitting episode of johnson all right i don't know if i finished that one i gotta revisit that <clears throat> uh hobbs and shaw you mean yeah yeah well there's the part it was early on where i forget i can't even remember all the ins and outs but in essence the bad guys want to paint hobbs and shaw as the criminals and so the bad guy is right. like somehow like releases like a news story on like all news networks on all internet channels like oh these guys are bad dudes terrorists evil be on the lookout and it was just like how did he how did he do that yeah well gotta ask dr keyboards doc that's the kind of thing i think dr keyboard could manipulate into happening if he wanted i think so yeah i take another little nibble See, what you're hearing is the foil, getting back gotcha. to my French tip. It's the foil I had it wrapped in to give it a nice, even reheat. I'm dipping it in a little au jus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Now we're charged up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, we resolved. I think we resolved all of my tech issues for now. Um... But I'll uh, I'll keep making notes if I run into any other issues. Yeah. So since this did turn into an episode of Tech Tips, I was going to try to avoid bringing this up, but I- I'm in. Let's do it. I guess I'm gonna <laughs> because in the past, in years past, we have gone into very long, elaborate, excruciating details of my like system of hard drives and backups, mm-hmm. and I'm now. Getting it a real world test because one of my hard drives stopped working right. Oh, I saw you had mentioned that. Yeah. So, so I had. Uh, so I'm currently. This is an putting external. Putting things back right, and I'm just keeping keep hoping that it all it all works. You know. <clears throat> now you have backups. You have a cloud backup and another backup. A local backup and yeah. a local backup. So you have three copies, which is like having two copies. But right now you yes. just have two copies, which is like having one copy. Yes. It's, so that's the my concern. Right. So I'm trying to get this third <laughs> copy back up. It's going to take about 20 hours. It's, Jesus. What's it backing up, if I might ask? <laughs> um, every photo I've ever taken. Right. And where do you, like, is there a place that you manage those kinds of files uh well i use lightroom in general <laughs> that's my asset management system yes so and are you did you initialize this new backup via lightroom no no okay. i don't need to do that all i okay. need to do is so so the main drive that i work off of is the one that was having the trouble now i could have just taken the backup and just said, okay, that's now the main drive. Let me make a new backup. And maybe I should have done that. But I'm going to replace that drive too. Just, well, I'm just going to replace that drive too. So I've decided I got a new drive, plugged it in, all blank, shiny, new. And I'm like, all right, restore everything from the local backup onto this. And then... Uh, what are you using to do that? Just Carbon copy cloner. Carbon copy cloner. Okay. I didn't know if you were just... 
fucking around with command line. <laughs> no. Like using terminal. Yeah. I mean, like an, a good old R-Sync would do it, but I'm just, you know, I, I shelled out for the carbon clop, copy cloner a while ago to. That's just what it's there for. Make the, and that's what it's there for. So I'm like, all right, make and a new can't... task, take everything from the backup drive from the what's usually the clone and put it onto this. And the reason I'm not using the clone is just the main drive now is because it's actually one drive that's partitioned into two that I use for both Time Machine and oh this boy. backup. Here and I'm like, go. yeah, I don't want to fuck with. <laughs> have just just go back. And this is all probably temporary cuz maybe who knows. Maybe I'll just spring for something more professional like some kind of like multi-drive raid enclosure thing. Mhm. I mean, it's Boku bucks, as they say, but... Yeah, I got two of those sitting right here. It might be worth it. They're great. Hot swappable. The one has six drives. The other has four. One fails. You can just hot swap a new one in. You don't lose mm -hmm. any data. So I have the RAID striped. I think it's RAID 5, I guess. What happens if <clears throat> the whole thing fails, though? By that, do you mean the enclosure? I guess that's what I mean. Yes. You buy a new enclosure and you just put it. the drives back in and right. it'll work. Right. Mm -hmm. Will that actually work? Or will well, the new enclosure rather, just be like, I don't know what the fuck these drives are. Let I'd me just not start over. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, well, that's why I feel like I would need two enclosures then. Well, I do have two enclosures, but... But they're not back. One's not no, a backup of no, the other. No, 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 yeah. no. They're not mirrored like that or anything. You know, or you just hope that enclosure will work and all, and then you have the cloud backup on top of it, which is you're like, okay, the whole enclosure I'm, is effed, but now I can call, I can go to the website for my cloud backup mm -hmm. and say, please send me five hard drives FedEx here with right. all my data on it. I looked for into like doing a thousand dollars, and I'll get it back. It's just not tenable. It's cost prohibitive for me to do that. Uh, cloud backup. Yeah. Now I wonder because I know you have such giant amount, like uh, far more than I do. Yes. Because like, so I use Backblaze. Right, and I looked into Backblaze, but like, to, it's it's that upfront. <laughs> like time investment. That's oh yeah, really a it'll, turn it'll off. take you months to upload all that. Right, stuff. months. But once you're done, it just uploads what you do, which, granted, you're doing so much video, it'll be like, let's throw some video in here. Oh, right. that was just a couple terabytes. Well, a couple more months to upload right. that. We'll see you, in, see you next year, you know? Yeah. It's like, ugh, I just... And then you're tying up your fucking tubes. Yeah. Is that going to slow it down? I mean... It, I it does. It, in my experience, it, it didn't. Like, it kind of knows what's going on and will, like, throttle back. And then at night it'll throttle like forward or maybe ahead. it just stays throttled back the whole time. I don't know. I think you can actually, there's settings for how you want to throttle it. You right. can like adjust the sliders in there. But it, it just wasn't, I mean, yeah, I, I say that saying. now, but like as soon as one fails, it's like, yeah. why? I feel without a cloud backup. I mean, if nothing else, like, <clears throat> um, and again, it depends on how valuable and important these files are, but like there could be a, like a fire or a flood it's true into your basement office room yes you know yes and it's like well it rained hard and we got a leak and now all my data's gone i mean they're in an enclosure it's not a you watertight have 20 enclosure. enclosures doesn't matter they all went underwater they're gone 
<laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well at that point, I would uh, just declare bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you just have to... I mean, letting go can be freeing in a Absolutely. way. It's like, all right. All of my artistic output for the last... For my entire life, more or less, is gone. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. It's just chance to do more. Start I got over. Some, I got some YouTube videos, you know. They're still going to be there. A yeah. flood locally isn't going to, you know, delete my YouTube videos. Right. It's not going to delete our entire Gutterballs archive, so... Yeah, you know, it's true. There'll, there'll true. still be some some evidence of my existence yeah little evidence it's good a little bit a little bit not all of it but some of it yeah my problem is i've been i've been taking like five years now (sighs) five years yeah five years i'm gonna say attempting to make like one thing and it's still not done well in your defense you did send out the 2d art i did send out the 2d art so there is some there is some 2d art out there what is the, if I may ask, what is it that you're working on, if you can say? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just I'm just trying to create, a, I'll just say this, I'm just trying to create a, a coherent photo narrative project. Okay. That would be kind of like the basis. Like, I, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm spending too much time, although I feel like I'm getting close, <laughs> very close to actually having, by close, I mean maybe a year from now. Do you, I can close the book on this and start something new. In general, do you know how to do that? To close the book on something? Well, that's Parent, a, well. We I can guess revisit the proof that. will be in the pudding. That that wasn't really my question, but yeah, that's a good one. No, do you know how to create a photo project? And and you just you're struggling with. Like the minutiae no, and the details of do, it? No, or? I don't know how to do it. Or, 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 do it. I think okay. I know how to do it, but my understanding evolves so much. Well, if I could suggest, maybe you you know do a little research into how to put one together before you start putting it together. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. That's a good tip. <laughs> I mean, that I'm approaching makes this... makes a lot of sense. I'm approaching this with like the mind and, and eyes... And wherewithal of like a five-year-old, you know? Well, so am I. So it's all good. I mean, that's that's... not true because you're the photographer here and, you know, you've had your work shown and you've taken classes in it and you know things. Yeah. But. Because if I, if you, I have a bunch of photos and if somebody said, make a, what did you even call it? Do we even know what it's called? (laughs) I mean, a title for this photo project? Not a title for it. What it. Like, if I was going to make a short music video, I know what that's called. It's a music video. <laughs> right. Right? What would this mm-hmm. be called? What is it? Or is that the problem? I mean, I think you could call it a project, or you could call it a... If you wanted something more that's tangible, let's call it a book. A book. Okay. All right. You're making a photo book. Mm-hmm. Is the, And do we know if there's, like, a more technical term for it, or is there not one? Like if I'm you were showing no. your photos in a gallery, right? You you'd say, "Well, I have a show." Yes, a photography show. And these photos could also be in a show. But that's not what you're working on. Well, I, I'm working or it could on be. what I, I could call it. <clears throat> if you're going to take an artist's body of work, 
and then subdivide that, that's what I'm working on. So usually I'm going to use the word project for that, but usually, you know, it would have a title and it could have a gallery show. So let's say the title is doctor's keyboard. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be in a, a show. Come see Brad Koslick's Doctor's Keyboard, an exploration of two doctors, both with the power of keyboard. Mm -hmm. Predictive text. Predictive and text. You know, how predictive text is, uh, you know, intertwining with our lives in the modern day to prop up, you know, capitalist society, but also to push back on it and explore that tension, right? That's the project. Here's these, you know, images they're hanging on a wall. Okay. They can also be put into a book. You know, again, how these things get displayed factors into stuff. I think a book is a great way to do photo. You know, it's like sure. it's not just a gallery, right? People can have it, own it, hold it in their hands. Tangible. You can feel put it. Put it on their shelf, take it, order it. Interact with it. Yeah. Yeah. It can live on, you know, I think it's a great way. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So maybe there could be a show. Maybe it's book. I mean, at first, but you know, on some level it's like, okay, like you could have your music video and it's like, well, is that being shown on MTV or is it on YouTube? Just is it being YouTube. shown in a movie theater, in a film festival, mm -hmm. projected on the side of a wall, guerrilla mm -hmm. style with a projector in a city, I put it up on this. You know what I mean? There's lots you could do with that. Sure. But that's phase but first three. You need the thing. That's distribution. That's, you know. Like, so if you're going to you call that distribution, that. I would say, yes, like, this idea of book gallery, that's like distribution, right? Right. And you need to know, at least on some level, you need to be aware of the di different outlets, distribution outlets, just because mm -hmm. if I'm uploading something to YouTube, fine, I do whatever the fuck I want. Really, it, sh it needs to be um, landscape, you know, just because that's how YouTube's set up. But there's there's some things you have to consider if um, it's going to be shown on CBS or some shit. Other things I have to consider right. and that'll influence choices I make along the way. Mm -hmm. For the most part, it's like if I'm making a stupid little music video, I just, I know it's going on YouTube or fucking Vimeo or something. Like, it's not going anywhere fancy. And if it is going to a film festival, it's going to be some shitty little one. And I'll just send them whatever, you know, I'll just re-export mm -hmm. in a different format. Fine. No big deal. But I know what I'm doing. I know I'm making a music video. I think with your photos, it's kind of similar, right? Like, you have to choose the photos, that fit your narrative, your conceit? Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. Do you have a, <laughs> is it flesh lumps? Like what, what's your? Well, I don't think flesh lumps is quite the right level because a music video could be flesh lumps. Uh huh. It could be like black and white found footage. It could be, you know, concert, you know, like, like what is it? Yes, but it's all still music video, right? So what is that <clears throat> level in there? That is like, let's say it's content free music video. We could maybe assume some things about like length and, and stuff, but, and maybe its purpose is to promote, you know, selling a concert tickets and albums or something. Yeah. But like what the content actually is in there is pretty, it's could be wide almost open. anything. Sure. Wide open. So like my project could be flesh lumps. It could be something else, but I think what we're looking for is what is that thing that it is? Yes. And I guess it's, I don't, I don't know exactly what the answer is for that. I mean, so, I mean, you we could do broad strokes, like there's art and there's commercial. And right now I'm looking at like, you know, art, right. The fine art area. It's not documentary. 
it's not advertising it's, it's not commercial yeah i mean i if it was but me mm-hmm. i'd be focusing on making a photo book and choosing the photos that go into it and you got to come up with whatever it is a theme or a, even 100 percent 100 percent so find that first well so it casual happens esoteric in- nostalgia it happens in both directions, right? And um, it happens in both directions, right? You have an idea, you have a theme, you start creating work around that, but then what you have then morphs over time, right? And there's also something to be said for working, like sometimes things just work almost on an unconscious level and you don't understand why until later. Yes, absolutely. Or the thing that I'm struggling with now is how much meaning am I even supposed to bring to this, like concrete meaning, or do I work on an unconscious level and let the other people, the the community, the 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 the, the, the other, the, you know, in, impose a, a certain level of meaning on it? I would say it's that, absolutely, yeah. because you didn't, you have this whole body of work, and you didn't start out with a theme or a concept or an idea and then go execute in the field or in the studio wherever, right? You just, you've been taking photos and it's like your, your internal, almost subconscious conceit is directing this. And now you're going to try to put meaning on it after the fact, which could work because again, there is some driving force creatively that, Mm -hmm. you know, you have, but it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't a conscious effort to execute a specific idea. I mean, I, again, like I, I'd say it works with me, you know, just like I said, both ways. So it's not just here's stuff and, and, the, and the meaning is completely subliminal or unconscious. It's maybe a vague idea or maybe no idea. And then there's some work and now there's an idea. So now we're going to expand on this idea. Remember so you sh- now it's being made more consciously. But then after doing more, I'm like, well, the idea has now morphed a little bit to this way. Okay, now doing work that way but observing the work changes the work well it changes what i do next why don't you finish this photo book first well well, sure that's what i'm in the process of doing (laughs) listen man but if i know changing i know it's it's always going to be changing it's it's never going to be done it's only going to be released there has been multiple points at which it's like okay here's something that's close to done right and you just got to just suck it up and just say yes. But it's... You should pay someone to tell you when it's done. I'll be that it, person. Pay it's me. It's not... <laughs> right. I guess what I'm doing is not just spending this whole time working on one thing. You know, I you could say there's definitely been points at which I've said something is, if not done, it's like a point 1.0 release and maybe there'll be a 1.1 and a 1.2, but... I get to the 1.0 release and it's not good enough yet. It's never going to be good enough, Brad. But, well, I do have a firm belief that at at this point today, I know what I'm doing. Three months ago, I may have had no idea, but I think I know what I'm doing right now. And yes, it's going to be done relatively soon. And it's going to be a printed object that you can hold in your hands... Well, that's phase two. Phase one is just the content will be done. The distribution will come after that. But right now, I don't have anything to distribute. Well, you've got too much to distribute. You got to 
whittle it down to the the right well pieces. that's what i mean right yeah. like sure you can shoot again using the film analogy right like you could shoot hundreds of hours of footage but it's yeah but yes exactly if you're shooting hundreds of hours of footage you have a working title and you, you know what you're shooting you have a script you have a screenplay and that's what you're working from you're trying to write the and maybe it's just an imperfect analogy but right you're trying to write the screenplay after you've shot all the footage well it's not a you're right it's not a perfect analogy because it's not a it's not a screenplay it is more similar to like documentary filmmaking in the sense that you collect stuff and mm-hmm. then decide how to organize it best effectively but again do it's something like we're making Even a documentary though, about mr death who was out to disprove the holocaust ever happened right, right? And yes. then you go and collect shit. You interview people, you shoot mm-hmm. B-roll, whatever. But mm-hmm. you still have a guiding principle. Yes. Do you have that? Yes. Okay. I do now. You do As of today? Just now? This moment? As or? of maybe um, a couple days ago. Wow. See, that's progress. I've you, been, been able to crystallize what I'm doing enough into something. Yes. Get, oh, big progress. I've been making big progress. Good. See, you can't get to where you're going if you don't know where you're going. Truer words have never been spoken, except for maybe by doctor's keyboard. Well, sure. I mean, they, that's their power. But remember, you shared with me that photo collection, for lack of a better term. Of mm-hmm. Somebody went on a trip and they documented their trip, basically. Like me as a stupid person who knows nothing. That's how I would kind of describe it. You mean I shared a collection Not of, of my own. photos or no, someone else? No, this is someone else. Maybe it was they were down in Mexico or the Southwest or something. I don't remember. Okay. And it it was in service of trying to help me understand like what you were going for. This could have been 2 years ago now. Yeah, okay. I don't even fucking know. Yeah. But it was really cool and it was like maybe it was from like Mexico City or something or somewhere in Central America. Shots of okay. people, you know, living maybe kind of in poorer conditions. Uh but then there's some like other not landscapey stuff, but I don't know. It's hard for me to remember. It's all very foggy. But that, yeah. like, he, he or her, I don't remember. They had a, it was it was a specific thing they were doing. They planned it. They went on the trip, and they were going to shoot photos. They didn't know exactly what they were going to shoot. Right. And storyboard every shot, you know. Mm-hmm. They just went and looked around and sort of, like, cataloged the journey. Mm-hmm. And then that was their thing. I don't mm-hmm. know if it ended up as a book or... A gallery show, whatever, but that was the thing. Mm-hmm. It's called, like, mm-hmm. The Name of the City or whatever by so-and-so. Okay. But they knew going in what they were doing and where yeah. they were going. Right. They didn't know all the side roads they'd take, but they at least more or less knew the destination. And it, f- it feels like you have that now? It's still I, not I exactly... I want to say yes, but you know me. Well, at some point, you got to just uh, <laughs> don't let perfect be the enemy of good, you know? Oh, yes, definitely not. Or even don't let perfect be the enemy of done. Mm-hmm. And by done, I mean released, because, again, nothing's ever really done. Yeah. Fucking tinkering with shit. All Like, editors in particular are going to tinker forever if you let them. It's just eventually you have to say, no, <laughs> this is it. You got to stop. Okay. Like that thing I sent you yesterday. Okay, like, I could have kept adding more shit and fucking around with mm-hmm. it, but no. Mm-hmm. No. Export, done. Move on. I can overthink it. Just fucking, it's done. Feels good sometimes. Because I could have spent a year on that. Sorry? I said I wouldn't know. (laughs) 
feels well, good. It's never happened to me. I've never done it. That's not true at all, actually. I've definitely done it. I've completed things, and they've been submitted. Right. You had deadlines. I'm just trying to... Well, even with the photography work, right? Like, there's been okay... Well, you had a show, there and it's is, like the show is happening on a certain date. Like, you need to get... Yes, and I need photos. this print impeccable, and it has to be matted and framed properly and delivered packaged in such a way yes like okay and i've done it all and then you know there's been times where it's like okay there is a deadline to enter my work into this whether it's like you know yeah you know there, there's like open submissions and stuff it's like okay i have to enter you know and i, and I have done that and it forces you to just put a yes. period at the end of it think done mm -hmm. even if secretly you're thinking way back in the back of your mind like I'm going to fuck around with this some more after this. <laughs> you know, at least you've submitted because you had mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. It's helpful. Whatever it ends up being, I'm certainly looking forward to it. Well, I, I might, I could, uh, yeah, we'll see. I have something to share at some point soon. And in progress work I can share with you. Can't sure. wait. Can't wait. Yeah. All right, then. Okay. Guess that about wraps are all up. Yeah, any any shout outs? So. Anything else? I mean, we can shout out our mugs again. Fucking mug. I got it right here. Yeah. It's right here. I just drank my... I finished my coffee. Enjoyed my coffee. And then it's sitting here next to me. And then I put... Since my desk is such, you know, an atrocity right now, I had to put my can of live soda. It's doctor flavored. And this is uh, live soda with probiotics mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. Only two grams of sugar. Billions of probiotics. But I put it inside my mug. Hear that? I do. That's that's the can going inside the mug. Yeah. Gutterballs.tv. Click on merch. We got all kinds of merch. We got Gutterballs mugs that are amazing. But also other merch, Gutterballs <sighs> merch, as well as Lebowski merch, as well as Gutterballs Lebowski merch. Right, right. We got it all. Lots of cool stuff. You can check it out. I personally recommend the t-shirt that has sort of a abstraction of the dude's face wearing the sunglasses and the text says, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. You can get that in black, I think. White on black works nicely. All different cuts of t-shirts. Redbubble does a good job of that. They got like the baseball tee, the regular old like square tee, mm -hmm. like fitted tees nice nice yeah. shit you can get a sweatshirt we got leggings on there i think we got fucking leggings duvet we, covers i was gonna say we got yeah for your bed yeah got it all you can just wrap yourself up in the warm embrace literally of gutter balls we got clocks you know clocks yeah you can get a clock with a two-inch pigeon man <laughs> clocks clocks <laughs> You can get iPhone covers, Android phone covers, if anybody has those. Writing books, you know, little... Uh, I love writing books. Spiral-bound writing books. <laughs> um, shit, what else? Lots of shit. Handbags, I think. Pencil skirts. You name it. But before you go doing all of that, you know, just get a fucking mug. Gutterball's yeah, commemorative mug. mug. Commemorative mug number one. Yep. Zero, zero, 001 colon way out west. There it is. It's a mug that commemorates our first episode and does so beautifully. In spectacular fashion. Understated, 
profound, spectacular. How do all these things exist at once? You'll only know if you buy one of these fucking mugs. I got my can inside my mug. And I'm drinking my live soda. You too could be in this situation. It's a beauty. It's a beauty clock. Ooh, a little throat noise. All right, well, go buy a fucking mug.